This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome. It is uh, Wednesday, 21 June, the year of our Lord, 2023. Eduardo is going to join us here. He's up on Capitol Hill. As soon as we get him, uh, he's going to be here live in studio, although that's a much higher priority. They had the premiere last night. Really want to, in fact, what we should do is get Mercy up earlier than 1130. Um, Mercedes Schlapp's going to join us. Uh, They launched and announced a uh, center a new CPAC initiative for the uh, for this human sex trafficking, which is uh, out of control, and nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to focus on it, but we got to the trafficking of minors. And that's why the film "Sound of Freedom" go to go to um, angel dot com slash war room for your Sound of Freedom tickets. Let's we got you know we got to sell a lot of tickets for this Fourth of July weekend. You got to show Hollywood. You got to send a message to Hollywood that. Um, MAGA is in back of this movement. The interview last night with Jim Caviezel was quite controversial. I understand that. It's supposed to be. For the simple fact is Jim Caviezel I have known now for, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 years. He's one of the best men I know. Eduardo Vesque, one of the best men. These are good men who have uh, really sacrificed a lot. I think uh, Eduardo said last night at the premiere, this film has been in process eight years. They first approached me, I think, two or three years ago when the film was just, it, it was getting finished. They already finished shooting, they were editing, and they hadn't been able to find a distributor until the angel.guy.com guy stepped up. And the Harmon Brothers, in fact, we're going to have one of the Harmon Brothers on here at six tonight to talk more about it. Because this is an explosive film on an explosive topic. And, oh, uh, and Caviezel went there last night, right? He went there. What we're trying to show in, in, in this morning is the fighters, the Boberts, the James O'Keefe's, the Dave Clements, the Eduardo's. We'll play some clips from Caviezel, right? These are the people are action, action, action. They're not going to back down. And there's something happening. So here's what I want to do now. So I got some time. I cleared out some time. It's quite important. Let me tee this up. There's a political realignment that you guys know. We've been working on this for decades. However, it started to take real fruition with Donald J. Trump coming on the scene. There's something deeper here going on, on a a massive realignment of American politics. You can't think Republican and Democrat. You can't think left and right. That is all old thinking. That's 20th century thinking. This is 21st century. So last night, Chris Hayes... They had one of the top investigative reporters out there, and I want to go through this about RFK. Remember, Rachel Maddow is gone. She does a show once a week, and she's doing podcasts, and she's writing series like The West Wing. So she's kind of out. She's, not, she's no longer 
the House intellectual, I understand this upsets people, but it just this is just a fact. I'm going to have to give you some facts maybe you don't like to deal with, but this is a fact. She is the intellectual, the railhead on the media side apparatus of the progressive left. And she did a great job of, from their perspective. Well, she's semi-retired. Her acolyte, someone she's trained, got the job for, and is nurtured is Chris Hayes. And Chris Hayes is the new... That's just a fact. He's that, that show is the new railhead of how they think about things. So last night they had an extraordinary seven or eight minute segment. We're going to play it in its entirety. I may come in and give commentary. Denver, if I jump in here, keep my mic on. If I jump in here, um, go ahead and stop it, and then we'll go. But I want to play this. This is last night. This is about this realignment. And guess what it's about? It's what I've been talking about. The anti-vax, the vaccine-hesitant anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian. You say, well, why would you be anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian? Go watch the film Sound of Freedom. It's about DHS officers that are on this professionally, your tax dollars, and they pulled off it <clears throat> when it gets to be too uncomfortable to people in power. You heard Caviezel yesterday. How, do we, how are we missing the Rojas woman? How are we missing 85,000? They can track anything. How are we missing 85,000 children that have come across the border? How did that happen? Tell me how that happened. How? Absolutely, you should be anti-establishment. You should be anti-institution right now because the institutions are failing you. In fact, not just failing you, they're working against your interest. Let's go ahead and play. Let's go ahead and boot up uh, Chris Hayes uh, from last night. I to compel unwanted medical interventions on us. We, you know, the Nazis did that in the camps in World War II. They tested vaccines on gypsies and Jews. That was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. back in August of 2020 comparing mask mandates to experiments that Jew the Nazis conducted on Jews and gypsies or Roma people during the Holocaust. That gives you a sense for exactly who RFK Jr., well, where he's coming from ideologically. Two months ago, he announced he would challenge President Joe Biden for the Democratic nomination. And while his bid to challenge Biden for the nomination is most definitely a long shot, it relies really heavily on the low-trust, paranoid environment we increasingly find ourselves in. I don't think his presidential bid as such is particularly noteworthy. I don't think he has much of a shot. One important thing I want to discuss, though, is that the vaccine scaremongering that he's made his career for the last 15 years or more, along with the same kind of line from people like Tucker Carlson, has had just a really unfathomable human cost. It has likely resulted in many thousands of people, tens of thousands of people getting not getting vaccinated during the coronavirus and many, many deaths. I mean, keep in mind, the United States vaccination rate lags behind many of our peer countries. The purple line all the way at the bottom is the U.S. vaccine rate. Our country is, with the U.K., at the top of the coronavirus deaths by population compared to peer nations. There's a lot of stuff that contributes to that, not just our vaccination rate, but the low vaccination rate is driving a significant portion of the excess mortality. NBC News senior reporter Brandy Zadrazny recently spoke with R.K. Jr. In one telling exchange, he explained, quote, there are rules that make it difficult for the public airwaves to censor you, he said, misciting a federal law that requires broadcast stations provide candidates for public office with equal opportunity airtime. So I thought maybe I should run. I'm joined now by Brandy Zadrazny. So what's striking to me about this candidacy is that it's a locus of a whole suite of kind of, um, you know, skeptical to paranoid 
conspiracy theories and worldviews that were very familiar to me, sort of mostly left inflected from like the 1990s, but not exclusively, but fundamentally this suite of issues that, are, that increasingly has sort of moved to the right part of the spectrum that all sort of fit with each other in one worldview, which is like they are out get, to get you, they are lying to you. Yeah, and I think that's right. It's sort of the, the the zombification of all of these old conspiracy theories about putting things in the water to get you. They're in some way harming you, and you know they don't. They're covering it up. And big pharma has always played a big role in these conspiracy theories. And for two decades, RFK Jr. has been sort of the the leader of of these movements. What, but we're afraid of these things, whether it's GMOs or um, you know things in the water, cell or phone towers, or Wi Fi, right, giving you cancer. Like he's always sort of been the leader of this movement, but I don't think you can understate the impact that COVID has had on our minds. And whatever happened during COVID, people were stuck in lockdowns. People were on the internet more often. People were away from their communal activities, like church and everything else. Yeah, and they had a once in a century disruption that, in their lives. Like. Oh yes, that too. Right, and and they were terrified. Yes, right? it was exactly. upsetting and traumatizing. Yeah, of course, obviously. So, but whatever happened during that time, all of those things combined, people really dove down the rabbit hole at that time. Even Joe Rogan will say, he said on his podcast the other day, he's like, I was I was like kind of a normal guy and then COVID opened my eyes. And you can't yep. believe oh. how many people have fallen down that same rabbit hole. And RFK has really um, chosen to um, gobble up the spotlight in a time where he is um, the leader of everybody's brainworms. Well, but this is, this is what's so fascinating to me. So what you've seen is a polarization between the party coalition sorting along low trust, high trust. Mm -hmm. So you have increasingly the center to center left is a higher social trust coalition yeah. the center to center right to the right wing is a is a low social trust coalition and so this migration where rfk comes from the left i mean he's you know obviously the most famous name in democratic politics but also like how he aligns his politics but the people that are most enthusiastic about him right now are roger stone and elon musk and joe rogan and donald trump has good things to say to him and he's getting all this amplification because that kind of stuff is the beating heart of right-wing politics right now Yes, but also because I think a lot of people are trying to use him as a spoiler candidate. Okay, right? yes. They, they want the disruption. Yes. Steve Bannon has been for months and months pumping him up, had him on his show during COVID, and just saying all the best things about him. He's just wonderful. He should be Trump's running mate, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, obviously, Steve Bannon likes to cause a little trouble. Yes. And so that seems yes. clearly like what's going on there. But yes, all of the things that RFK stands for now seem to be right-wing uh, feelings, right-wing ideas. And so there's a he, like every all, his entire Facebook group, you know, thousands of people like over and over and over again. It was I would never, ever vote for a Democrat, but I'm going to vote for RFK Jr. You know, that is his fan base now. And and I don't think he particularly likes it. When I asked him about that on the trail, um, he kind of bristled. I think it sort of annoys him just a little bit. And so, um, yeah, I mean, he's got this policy of like, I'm going to unite the, the ends of the horseshoe. That's what I'm doing. Um, but uh, it's 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 an uncomfortable situation for for a Democrat. Democratic uh, scion. Well, right, not just any Democratic scion. Okay. I mean, the, okay. the, again, it, the most it, famous. It, it should be. It should be. It should be. But hold it right there. Don't hit rewind. Um, let's get beneath the surface here. This is not about a spoiler candidate. That that's what they're trying to throw out. It's not about a spoiler candidate. He's running in the wrong primary. If you look at this new realignment, and remember, this gets back to what Hotez, what did Dr. Hotez tweet out over the weekend? 
He said there's a new semi-fascistic movement going. It's got Elon and, and, and Tucker and Joe Rogan and RFK. And, you know, he says the Biden campaign better watch out. And I hope somebody at the Biden, you know, the officials are looking to shut this down. Of course, what he means there is Hotez, that's his semi-fascistic is that group. To him, we're the fascist, right? Understand that. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s campaign is getting traction for one reason. He's speaking truth to power. He is far from perfect. He is far from perfect as an individual. He's far from perfect, I think, or even close to it, about with the agreement on President Trump on some fundamental uh, and very important uh, ideological um, not planks, but but uh, segments, vectors, lines of work, let's say. But there is a definitely anti-authoritarian, anti-establishment, and the reason is quite simply the establishment and the institutions that they now control have failed the American people. And they have, in that, in that group, and you hear the yammering on right there of uh, Durham. All you Durham fans, come on, baby. Man up, listen to it all day. That little, that's what you got, right? All that fantasy head about Durham, that's the establishment. That's what you got. And remember, if you've got a, if you've got a congressman, 202-225-3121, they're saying, no, Boebert, this is all, she's just trying to raise money. She's trying to take front stage. These are waste of times. She's putting it to an up or down vote. Do you believe or not that Joe Biden should be impeached over his uh, initiation and exacerbation of an invasion of your nation? Full stop. Yes or no. Boom, boom, boom. The institutions. What Kennedy is talking about is these, uh, the administrative state and the deep state. His particular line of work, but it gets deeper, is the uh, biopharmaceutical medical industrial complex. But he also gets into the national security and the intel. You cannot tell the difference a lot of times between Cash Patel's line of attack and Robert F. Kennedy. And no, he is not a spoiler candidate. We don't care about the Democratic primary. We don't care about Joe Biden. We don't. I don't think Biden will be the nominee, but it won't be Robert F. Kennedy as a Democrat to replace him. It will be Newsom or Whitmer or Michelle Obama or Pritzker, one of those guys, one of those types. There's a fundamental realignment going on in this nation to save this republic and to save this nation. Back in the war in a second. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. 
follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we actually had a, a great, uh, uh, great fortune. Uh, Eduardo was able to join us. You're up on Capitol Hill. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for taking time away. Uh, so here's what I want to do. This MSNBC piece with Chris Hayes is very important. I, there's about three minutes left on it. I'm going to do that later, maybe this afternoon. Hopefully Charlie Kirk and some of the great team there t- picks up from us at noon. May jump into that. Uh, but so big at 2. Uh, I'm back at 5. At 6 o'clock, I have the distributor, Angel.com. One of the Harmon brothers is going to be here. We're going to get into all of it. Uh, Eduardo, you didn't see the beginning of the show, but we had, sitting in that seat right there was Congressman Lauren Boebert. And Congressman Boebert is bringing forward a, a resolution today that they're fighting her on. She's bringing a resolution to impeach Joe Biden, mm-hmm. to impeach him just for one thing. Not, not, not for the... Just for one thing? Yes. It's not for the money laundering or anything with China. It's just about the invasion on the southern border. Mm-hmm. And one of her principal arguments in this resolution is about the sex trafficking and the child trafficking coming through from Mexico unabated and, quite frankly, exacerbated uh, by the U.S. government. And I said it's perfect because the second hour of the show, we're going to talk about the central beating heart of this, mm-hmm. which is The Sound of Freedom, the movie of which you've produced. Um, it really gets to the heart of what the problem is. The problem is from Latin America, Central America, and Mexico, mm-hmm. the taking of these children to the United States where the demand looks like it's enormous mm-hmm. of the sex trafficking of minor, of the trafficking of minors for sex. Is is that one of the biggest issues you see right now happening between Mexico and the United States? Totally, Steve. I mean, it breaks my heart. When I met Tim Ballard eight years ago, I, I mentioned that to you in, uh, in the other show. And what I learned about this issue with details, what these children are going through, it breaks your heart. You, you know, I was inspired in one, in one hand, of course. I was inspired to meet a real hero like Tim Ballard. In the other hand, I was shocked. I was depressed. I was... It was sad. It was horrible. I couldn't sleep for days. And this image of these children in my head. And, and, and when Tim said, brother, yes, it's very sad. It's horrible. I know. But now you know these details for a reason. You know this for a reason. It's more sad now that you know it if you do nothing. And it breaks my heart because, you know, I see United States as the big brother. Most powerful country in the world. And we're neighbors. Mexico younger brother and it's like uh, instead of being brothers instead of helping each other to grow to make Mexico and America great together instead of helping each other and we're, we're helping each other in many things but in this issue we're not we're hurting each other as you mentioned as I mentioned before and as Tim Butler mentioned this is a global problem it's, it's everywhere it's not it's not only in Mexico and the US it's everywhere but the number one the number one consumer of child sex in the world the number one consumer of child sex in the world is the United States, and Mexico is the number one provider. We have to do something. We cannot look the other way around. And, and there is, uh, I wish I can have a magic one where I can just touch the problem and, and resolve it, right? 
Yes, it's the border, but it's everywhere. It's whoever has an iPhone. That's, you need to create a border right there be, between your eyes and what you're watching because child pornography is growing. 60% of child pornography that is consumed by the world is produced in Mexico. In my country, where a Catholic country, where 90% of the people are Catholic, where we celebrate freedom, family values, and Our Lady Guadalupe appeared there almost 500 years ago. And when you hear that this is happening in, in this country, 60% of child pornography that is consumed in the world is produced in Mexico, consumed in the United States, same thing with drugs. You know, where, where there is a demand, there is a supply, you know. Our kids cannot come out in Mexico to play like they used to play before. They are not free. Their parents are afraid that they're not coming back. We need to do something. And, and as a filmmaker, of course, you know, and you know media influence how people think. You understand the power of media, the power of documentaries, the power of films, the power of news. Uh, Media influence how people think, and, 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 and it's very important to be involved in projects that are designed not only to entertain, but to change people's lives. Art has the power to, Plato said, if I have to choose between art and politics to govern a nation, I would choose art because art has the power to touch people's hearts and change their minds, therefore how they think, how they live, how they behave, right? I think now we have to combine both, art and politics, ethics to serve the nations. So definitely there's something going on in the border that we didn't have this problem as it is right now when Trump was president. A lot of people criticize Trump. Oh, he's so hard on immigration, he's separating children from parents. Hold on a second. First of all, how do you know they're, they're parents? You need to separate them. You need to separate them so you can interview them separate, so you can see if he, he is the real father or not. Most of the times they're traffickers. They change their passport, they change the pictures, like in the movie, in Sound of Freedom, we, we, we touch that uh, subject. So uh, all of a sudden, now this man, uh, Joe Biden, he is the guy who is saying that I'm friend of the immigrants. And No, he's not friends of the immigrants, he's, he's raping. He's raping, his philosophy, his movement is raping the children of the world. This guy is the most evil person, uh, him and his team. They're not helping America. They're not helping Mexico. When Kamala Harris went to Mexico, you know what happened after? They legalized abortion in the entire country. I'm wondering what happened in that conversation. I don't know who she met with, but I know one thing. I know their agenda. And their agenda is to promote the culture of death. These people kill, they kill, they kill children. If you are, if you kill children, you can kill anything. These guys, they kill their mothers. We need to save this country because if you save this country, you save the world. We need to save together America and Mexico. We can be, as I mentioned before, we're not only neighbors, we're brothers. We need to apologize to each other for all the things that we have done to each other that hurt us. We need to, remove, eradicate, bury all the bad stuff that we do to each other. And we need to focus as brothers to see what can we do to capitalize all the great things that we have done to each other. We can do more great things how do to help do, each okay, other. But how do you do that? Here's the point, or the point I would like you to answer for me, which is shocking. And quite frankly, as people know, this is not my line of country, but I've become more involved in it through you because the respect I have for you and Jim in this film. Thank you. Because I know you guys have dedicated your lives to this. And I said, these are two serious guys. They're doing it. There's something serious here. And the more we get into it, the more shocking. To have 
the United States as the biggest driver and consumer of demand and have Mexico as the, as the biggest driver. provider. This is an industrial system. It's an industrial system that uses small children to exploit for sex, mm-hmm. but it's an industrial mm-hmm. system. Therefore, it has to have the cooperation agreement by institutions yes. and people in power. Yes. Otherwise, definitely. it wouldn't happen. So how do we stop this or how do we become brothers or, 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 or you know, bond together if we don't address, like, the cartel's part of this, the government's mm-hmm. part of this? I mean, one of the shocking things of the film, I think what people feel most shocked, mm-hmm. is Tim Ballard is a DHS agent. Yes. I mean, he's a he's a employee of the U.S. government. So my, our tax dollars go, and he's on a mission, although five it's, it's five agents on drug trafficking to every one agent on human sex trafficking, human trafficking. At least you have that that one group. Mm-hmm. They tell him in the film, I don't want to give too much away because I want people to see it, that you've got to get off this mission. You're taking off this. Don't pursue it. Bureaucracy. Don't go to bureaucracy. Yes, the, what we call the administrative state of the deep state. How do you have the brothers come together mm-hmm. unless we address the institutional aspect of this? And the reason is institutional aspect, at least on one regard, I realize people have mm-hmm. another to say they're spiritual or for yeah. the biparts, but one, it's just or, a big business. Or pornography. Pornography. Pornography is legal. I so, mean, so is it sex? Is it sex, pornography, and and this body parts, the situated hand, body parts? All hand by hand. All hand. Pornography is destroying everything. Pornography is destroying the family, marriage. Um, when someone gets addicted to to pornography, like Ted Bundy, who became a serial killer back in the days in the seventies, you know, he he admitted before he died, before he was executed in the electric chair in Florida, he admitted in this interview that is in, on YouTube, you should, you should watch it, when he said, you know what, everything started with pornography. And I met a lot of criminals in prison who killed many people and raped many women and kids, and without a question, all of them started deeply with pornography. Then pornography leads you to child pornography, and then eventually you become addicted. It will destroy your soul, your heart, your mind, everything, and that's the if you, if you want to uh, solve this problem, we need to go to the root of the problem. It's not just uh, law and order, of course, but even before that, values. We're losing our values. You know, why? Why I'm not doing drugs? Why I'm not doing these crazy things that a lot of people are doing? Because my parents, because I love my parents, because they dedicated their lives to educate their children, me and my three younger sisters, because they... They brought us the most important thing, which is our Catholic faith, because they lead by example, because they took us to church. And even with all these things, I was lost for a few years, actually for more than a few years, you know, because media and because the culture seduces you. And, and thank God the praise of my mother, because one day she said to my dad, you know what, I'm afraid that something really bad will happen to our son. He's in this swimming with sharks in the entertainment business. He doesn't listen to me anymore. But you know what? If my words doesn't touch his heart, my prayers will touch his heart one day. And my mothers are praying the rosary for me every day. And I believe that when I was 28, when I was in Los Angeles, California, I met my English teacher, a devout Catholic. She changed my life. She brought me back home. And because of her, I owe to her. Her name is Jasmine. Pray for her. She's, I, I, she was just amazing angel that God sent me. And, and I You're believe, an eyewitness that is, that you swim with sharks when you're in L.A. There's no doubt. Oh, totally, you know? Totally. So, again, not a good place. Not a good place. I mean... Good people, the, a lot of good people there, but a lot not of good a good people. place. And the reason why, why, why I didn't run to the hills when I realized I was swimming with sharks, and I realized there was another shark at that time, you know, because, uh, again, God was not the center of my life. And with God, it's not the center of your life. You become a shark, right? 
But then uh, uh, I remember when I met this priest and I told him, I'm going to the jungle in Brazil to be a missionary. He said, no, 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 no. Hollywood, Hollywood is a bigger jungle. And there's more poor, more poor people here than there. I'm not, I'm not talking about material poverty. I'm talking about spiritual, spiritual. poverty. Stay here. Yeah. And you know what? Let's produce content that will design that is designed to make this world a better place. So values, brother. We need to go back to values. God has to be the center of our lives, period. That's the answer. We're going to take a short commercial break. The beautiful music of this film. Okay, short, short commercial break. We're going to be back with Edward, the producer, in a moment. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships. Because of ViroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. And ViroCleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, welcome back. Ed Water, I before I play, because we've got a new trailer I want to play, um, you just mentioned about Mexico. The the, in, the institutional church has a bigger involvement in the in the government and the people and the culture than than in the United States. How can it be so corrupt? How well, can Mexican politics really be run by the cartels and these very wealthy families in conjunction with the church? No, no, not really, Steve. The the church has zero involvement in, in, in government. Actually, we're a Catholic country. Mexico is a Catholic country, governed governed by anti-Catholic government for years from for the revolution. Decades. From the revolution, yes. So. Um, we have our own establishment there, too. And right now we're being governed by a communist, by a socialist. This guy is destroying, I'm talking about Lopez Obrador, he's destroying our country. And as you mentioned before... He's how in business with the cartels. I'm sure, you know, uh, him and many um, around the country. And how can you make Mexico great again if the leaders, the ones who should be serving their people, making sure that the country grows and flies high are a bunch of communists who are destroying the church, who, who, who are taking God out of the family, schools, out of our lives. Um, same thing here with Biden. So how can we make a Mex- how can we how can we make America and Mexico great together but Biden, but, with these two? Yeah, but Biden and Pelosi, Pelosi's over there getting communion by the uh, by the Pope. Mm-hmm. Biden every day tells us what a great Catholic he is. No, he, but he's not because how can you how can you know who they are by their fruits? They can say a lot of things about you. They say a lot of things about me. Yeah, it's easy. I can say anything about whatever one about somebody. How how do you know who they are? 
you can judge them by their fruits. Okay, I don't care what Biden says. What he does is what matters. And what he does is why evil. You, why did you say it was evil? Why are you calling him evil? For, well, first of all, this guy promotes and supports abortion nine months. Right there. Just, right, just stop right there. What, what good can come out of someone that in his mind he believes that killing a baby that is innocent, pure innocent, baby in the mother's womb for nine months thinking that it's okay to kill that baby so he's going to be perfect in anything else but wrong on that one I'm sure if you have that one wrong you will find 90 other not 90% of other things that are evil too this guy promotes a gender ideology which is one most of the evil things in the world right now kids are confused right now you know kids are 10 years old now thinking that there are girls and they want to become girls and you know the whole surgery things and everything that is that, that I mean that's evil in our face and these guys are behind all that and I'm sure many other people are behind them that we don't even know just like the you think the cartels are the leaders of the whole uh, drug movement these, are, these guys are employees man who is behind them worldwide globalist we know their names who is making well, sure well, that well, all well, those drugs are in you, America? You're, th you're saying the cartels are just the muscle. Of course, come on. You think those guys are going to be uh, responsible and in charge and of the distribution of all this poison that is poisoning the world? Whether it's child pornography, drugs, all that. You know, you, all I mean, you think they're going to be, um, you know, smart enough to distribute all that in America without being caught? Come on. You're on a path. By the way, let's hold the trailer. Um, Angel.com slash War Room. Get your ticket now. This is a movement. Uh, we're going to have Mercy on tonight <clears throat> from CPAC. We don't have time now. This is a movement. We need to sell out these theaters. Why is it important to send Hollywood, the cesspool of Hollywood, well, a message by selling out these theaters and getting into 4,000 theaters over 4th Well, first of all, a lot of people in Hollywood are involved in this crime, and we know that, number one. Not everyone. <laughs> I want to make sure that people know that, but a lot of people, powerful people. The message is not only to Hollywood, the message is to the world. If we are number one in box office, media is obligated to talk about not just the movie, but the topic. We want the world to know about what's going on. A lot of people, Steve, they don't know about this problem. You know, people that just saw the movie last night, oh, I didn't know. So my goal as a filmmaker is to I raise didn't know awareness. I get involved you know? with you guys, I didn't know. Exactly, I mean, and I didn't know either before I met Tim Ballard, right? So we passed this message. So how can we become a solution without knowing that this problem exists in the first place. So my goal is to raise awareness so there's no excuse anymore. Like, oh, I, I didn't know. Now you know. What are you going to do? Right, don't, you, can't, you can't look away. Yeah, don't, don't wait until that happened to your child. What if this is your son? What if this is my son? If my son is missing, I will stop everything that I'm doing, and I will hope that the world will stop everything they're doing so they can help me to find my child. Okay, well, don't wait until that happened to you for you to wake up. Wake up now. Let's end this nightmare together. We can do it. July 4th, the movie's coming out. It will change your life. This movie will change your life. Well, it will change their lives because it will give them information they can't look away from. Because my sister one day, she told me, when I told her eight years ago, this is my new project. Oh, I, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. Please, please don't. I say, you have children, and they are the target. Why? If someone should know about this, is you. How can you protect your children if you don't even know that next door it's a criminal that is going to take and steal the innocence 
of your children. What? What? Now? Oh my gosh. She's a lion. She's an ambassador of freedom. She's a volunteer. She's working hard like her many more. Imagine if we create this army, brother, of people that now they know what's going on. Yeah. First of all, they will protect their children better. 100%. You know, you need to prevent this happening, not just to you, to the world. No one should be going through this, brother. No one should go through the, I mean, not well, here in the United States, our responsibility this. is not just to shut down the border and stop, but to stop the demand. I mean, that is yes. the, most, uh, the most humiliating thing about this film is to f see that the United States of America is the largest consumer yes. of this product. That is a shocker. And drugs, they go together. Stop consuming drugs. Stop consuming drugs. That's how we're going to end this. You know, the rest is just, you know, loss and this. If your heart is not fixed, you will find a way to, do, to keep doing evil. Talk, One talk, way or the other. I met you during the Bella. I want to talk to you about your journey because you came to Hollywood as going to be Mexico's next big leading man, the big star. You came to Hollywood. Talk to us about that because you were, you were yeah. a guy looking to be a, a, a movie star and going to be a movie star. Uh, and then you went on another path. How did that happen? Well, I started in Mexico when I was 18 years old, singing in a boy band. Then I started doing soap operas at that time. You know, In Mexico, if you want to make a living as an actor, at that time you didn't have so many options. So many options. You either do soap operas or... Soap operas, telenovelas right? <laughs> or, or telenovelas. Yeah, or, right. and you're stuck on that, and that's what I did. Then I moved to Miami. Um, I recorded my first solo album in Spanish, and one day I was flying from Miami to Los Angeles. I met a casting director, and he, he told me about a movie that he was working with Sofia Vergara. I told him that I didn't speak English very well at that time, and, and he said, don't worry about it. You know, 90% of the film, you're going to be sleeping. I think you can do that. Uh, it's a movie called Chasing Papi. So I did the audition. I got the part. They gave me the role. And that's when I met Jasmine, my English teacher, who not only taught me English, but she, using the Socratic method, she started asking questions like, for example, what is the purpose of your life? What do you want to gain in your life? Who is God in your life? How are you using your talents? And many other questions. And because of her, I opened my eyes. And because of her, I made a promise, uh, many promises to God. Because one day she said, are you part of the problem or part of the solution? What do you mean? Well, Eduardo, there's many people in America that we believe that Latinos, Mexicans, are a threat to the democracy of this country because we believe that you guys are what we see in film or television, the negative stereotype that since the 40s Hollywood, you know, portray. And so, and I said, hold on a second. So media influence how people think, right? Yes. Very few times you see, she told me, very few times you see Latinos having the opportunity of being heroes, but not like Superman or Spider-Man, but the everyday hero, right? Men of God, women of God, you know, the man who comes here not to steal anything, but to work really hard to provide better opportunities for their families. So I look back and I said, oh my gosh, I'm part of the problem. What are you gonna do now? You know, wow, I'm part of the problem. I'm, I've been poisoning the minds of the youth without even knowing, you know, governed by ignorance. And I, I, the pain was so, so big, man, that I made a promise to God and to my parents that I would never use my talents again to do anything that would, that would offend my faith, my family, or my Latino culture. After I made that promise, I ended up not working for four years and I lost everything. You have to understand, before I thought I had everything in one hand, in the other hand, I had nothing, I was empty. Later, after that promise, when I lost everything in one hand, in the other hand, I found everything that really matters in life. I realized that sometimes your own personal dreams, they can become your worst enemies if those dreams are not in line with God's will in your life. I realized that uh, you know, true freedom is not to do whatever you want, but to do the right thing to do the right thing and to have God in the center of your life. Every decision that I made, I have to pray every day and ask God every step that I move forward. If this is coming from you or not, please guide me. Please help me. We're called to be saints. 
that lady changed my life. And after that, I realized that I was very weak, very fragile. How in the world am I not surviving in this town? You know, so many temptations, temptations, temptations everywhere, you know. And that's when I realized that, you know what, I don't have the power. God does. So what I did as Catholic, I started going to Mass every day. I started praying my rosary every day. And my life changed. My life changed. And I said, you know what, if I don't work again in this career, it doesn't matter. We're called to be saints. Mother Teresa said, we are not called to be successful. We are called to be faithful to God. That is our success. Now, if success come because you're faithful to God, hey, it's a blessing. Use it to change the world. But if it doesn't come, don't compromise God, your faith, your values, in order to obtain what the word thinks success is because that success doesn't come from God. And that's the problem in our society today, that everything is about success. N not following the path of God, faith, family, country, God. Those are the most important things. And that's why if you want to change the world, you have to change first. If you change, I promise you, someone else will see you, leading by example, and they're going to see, I want that. And then one at a time, like Mother Teresa said, one at a time, one at a time. It starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with you, brother. Can we uh, play the trailer? Let's go out with the trailer. Let's go ahead and play it right now. Uh, we're going to go out with the trailer, and we're going to come back. we got one more block with uh, Eduardo. Fantastic. Let's go ahead and hit it. Thank you, Roman. How that make you feel? Giving a child his freedom. Felt good. You have been at this for 12 years. My country tis of thee. Why are you doing it? Because God's children are not for sale. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. We're homeland security. You know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And yet somehow you have failed to bring me one real world lead. It's over, Tim. Close up and come back home. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. South of that river, it's all rebel territory. No one goes in. What if this was your daughter? She's gone. Hear that? That's the sound of freedom. Sound of Freedom is one of those films that can legitimately change this world. So we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help.
Let's make this film a historic event and the start the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today and you can send the message. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, angel.com slash war room. Go get tickets right now and get tickets. You go in groups. Last night they had a premiere here. They're going to do one in Miami on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Incredibly, incredibly powerful. Before I go back to Edward, by the way, angel.com slash warroom. Get tickets for yourself, your friends, your families. Let's send a message to Hollywood with this film. And this film, I'm telling you, it will change you because you can't look away from this. When you see this, you're not going to be able to look away. This will sear into you. Uh, Dr. Trent Talbot, real quickly, Brave Books. You know, this thing about demand in the United States for this perversion is, is outrageous. You've got a system now with Brave Books to give, put Christian books in children's hands. Talk, talk me through it. Yes, sir. Well, one, just um, I love what Eduardo's saying. And, and, and the thing that I really connect with his message about is that it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with us. Um, change doesn't start in the White House. It starts in our house. And, and to protect our kids, yes, we do need to protect them from sexual trafficking, pornography, but sheltering our kids isn't enough. We need to equip them with truth and um, equip them with strong character, strong morality. But the, the problem um, or the challenge that we're up against is kids, they, they have a hard time um, learning when, when you talk to them like, like you would talk to an adult, talk in conceptual language. They learn best through story. And so that's why we founded Brave Books is to give parents a tool to have these important conversations with their kids on, on topics like um, – 
freedom of speech, uh, gender gender reality, the sanctity of life, the dangers of communism, all these all these topics that are so important for for kids to know. And and the reason why we our, our our prayer with with this company is that we 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 bring families together, we start conversations that allows. Um, values to be passed down from one generation to the next and really strengthen our kids so that whenever they go off and, and they start to go out into the world, they're equipped with truth, with strong character so they can stand, you know, whatever crazy ideas they're going to be exposed to. Uh, Dr. Talbot, real quickly, where do people go right now to go check it out to see if this interests them, these books uh, that can help in the formation of Christian character? It's bravebooks.com. Our, our core product is our Freedom Island Book Club. You get a new book every single month. And right behind me, you can see the world that we built. And we built an incredible world. And every story takes place in this world with the cast of characters and even the villains like Culture the Vulture and Blackheart. Kids love it. Um, it's a great, great gift for kids and grandkids. Yeah, bravebooks.com. Thank you for launching this. And thank you for being on the show, Dr. Trent Talbot, Brave Books. Uh, Christian books for young children. Thank you, sir. God, we, 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 we are a big believer in this Brave Books concept. And you think about people getting books of, of, for Christian for formation. And at the same time, what's happening to these children that are being trafficked. 85,000, as Jim Caviezel told yeah. us last night, not even, they came and find in the United States, come across the border under the Biden regime, 85,000 kids missing. we got four minutes. I want everybody to go to angel.com slash war room right now. Get tickets for yourself, your friends, your family. Go in a group. Send a message to Hollywood. Why is it important to send Hollywood a message that this film can open? They've been suppressing this movie. First off, the movie is just a great film, kind of as an action type of like Mm -hmm. the movie Missing. Uh, A film of this quality, why has it been suppressed for three years? Three years ago, when I finished the movie, I thought, okay, this is the right time. Finally, after all these years making this movie, we are ready to send this powerful message of freedom. People were loving the movie. Studios were passing. Netflix, no. Uh, Amazon, no. Test audiences loved it. Like, 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 like literally, yeah. standing ovation, tears, people asking themselves, you know, what can I do? People raising their hands, I want to join the army, I want to join the army, what can I do? Teenagers, what can I do? I, I want to I I be, like be like Tim Bauer. I want to be like Tim Bauer. Like a movement, like I, because, you know, as I mentioned before, media influence how people think. Young people, especially, have a tendency to imitate art, imitate what they see in film or television. When they see, when, when I was seven years, six years old, I saw Superman and I jumped from a second, uh, you know, floor in my house. I wanted, I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to fly, right? Of course, I didn't fly. I broke everything, my teeth and everything. Media influence how people think. So I hope that when people see this movie, they, they will leave. I want to become like Tim Ballard, a true American hero. He is a true American hero. He's amazing. Gene Caviso, amazing American hero. Alejandro Monteverde, and the filmmaker, yeah. writer, and director, Genius. amazing American hero. Neil uh, and his brothers, the Harmon brothers, Angel Studios, American heroes, Mexican heroes coming together to change the world. But in Hollywood, they don't care about real heroes. They don't care about your children. We're competing with Disney. Disney is corrupting the children of the world, not just the children of America, the children of the world. And, and we're competing right now. We're, we're coming out with the Goliath, Disney, Little David, Sound of Freedom. Disney wants to corrupt your children. Sound of Freedom wants to save the children. If the audience go and see this movie, we have a, we had a, I, I heard a great news this morning that we have 800 more theaters 
So now we're like in 2,400 theaters. It's growing and growing. This is because of you. This is the momentum. This is the people. The people are tired. Enough is enough. Not on my watch. They're, they're, they're joining the army. If we all become one as, as David, you and me, you, you, all together as one David, we know the end of the story. We know who, who wins. Who wins. The truth stone, wins, you the, know. The seven stones eventually hit. Well, that, that's why, for me, the rosary is very important. Because remember, remember David had five stones, five right? Stones. Five stones. So the rosary is five mysteries. Uh, I pray the rosary every day we because got about that's a, my weapon. we got a minute left. Talk to us about that. Talk about your weapon. This is the biggest weapon. You know, this is my favorite prayer. It's Christocentrical. It's all about Christ because you're meditating in the life of Christ while you're repeating the Hail Marys. And when you repeat something that is sacred, it, it's... It's powerful, man. It's powerful. So this is my weapon. This is my most important weapon against the enemy. Prayer will save children. There's a lot of people that ask me, well, what can I do? I'm from a little town. I don't even have money to go to theaters. There's no theaters around me. What can I do? Pray. Pray. Because if we come together as an army of God, praying first, then we act no one can stop us, brother. No one can stop us. This is a real movement. The movement is not coming from the movie, from you, from me. This is God's movement. But we cannot be a true soldiers if we don't pray every day. Every day. When? For how long? Every day. Until the end of our lives. Until we die. We need, we need to take this to the tomb, to the grave, to heaven. Go to uh, angel.com right now, slash worm, get tickets, become part of this movement. Uh, thank you very much very unique. Your journey is uh, quite powerful, sir. Hermano, I love you. I love you guys. I've known you for a long time, brother, and you're, 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 you're in it now. Uh, I've never seen power like this. Incredible. You and Caviezel. That's a powerful combination with God. Okay, Charlie Kirk joins us next. I'm heading towards your glow Give me strength Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 